This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 355. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Make sure you go check out MarkingOut.com. You can check us out, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, or on iTunes. Also go buy a t-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Everything is 20% off for this Black Friday sale, which ends, I believe, tomorrow, Sunday. No, not tomorrow, but Sunday. Um, all you have to use is the code Black Friday at your checkout. It, it, ends, it ends Monday, but... Monday, okay, Monday, but ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash out, And follow us on Twitter at out at BTTG161, at DavidRave underscore MO. Also, YouTube.com slash out 11 Shoot us an email, out one at gmail.com. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I am doing awesome as always. Sweet diddly dog. Nice. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, how was your week? You know, you know. It was a good week. It was a good week. Um, got a lot of work done. Did a lot of yard work. Uh, a lot of uh, shoveling. A lot of pulling shoveling. out weeds. Yeah, shoveling. Getting the weeds out. <laughs> you make it sound like it snowed in my head. Oh, no. No snow yet. From what I heard, there's some snow up in Albany region. So I saw people nice. posting on Facebook that it was snowing the other day here. Really? I didn't like, encounter. I didn't see any. Like flurries. Huh. But maybe they oh. were talking about McDonald's? I don't know. It's possible, but yeah, it's possible. I, Alyssa did mention that the other day that she thought she saw a flurry. Yeah, but, so maybe it was. Yeah. But we had Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving went really well. I uh, had some awesome food. I baked a lasagna dish, which came out pretty well. You made it? Yeah. Yep. Um, it was pretty good. And uh, actually, no, it was actually delicious. And everything was fun. Everything was good. Didn't really care about the football games. I did watch a rugby game with good old cousin Brad. We watched a rugby game maybe um, a few days ago. It was the team Tonga versus oh I forgot who they were against but it was insane like they did one of those um I forgot what it was called like what the Usos do yeah uh, um the, the which haka? yeah the hakas I think that's what it is uh they did one of those before the match and it just looked so intense and I I'd rather I'd rather watch a rugby game than a football game easily I feel like football, there's just it doesn't interest me. But rugby, it's like there's no breaks. It full, it's full action, and it seems like a lot of fun. But yeah, I've never watched rugby. No, no. Why not? Just no interest. I, or yeah, just, I mean, I've oh, never, never, never I would have it. never turned on rugby before. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, it definitely is better than football, one hundred percent. But how are you doing? Yes, that already. My, my yeah. week was was long. It was good though. Um, 
clearly we recorded last week early, so I was going to Disney. Uh-huh. Uh which, Tell me a little bit about that. Well, first of all, flight down to from New York to Orlando. Never took a late flight like this before. My flight was at 7.30 p.m. Uh-huh. Normally, if I'm going, it's like 6 a.m. Yeah. But uh, we decided to go late, and I was able I watched Total Divas on the airplane. From JFK? Uh, yeah, went from JFK. How was the traffic? Right. Like, uh, in in front and everything, how was the process? It wasn't bad. Process? It wasn't bad no? at all, no. I, I, Usually as, soon as, I, as soon as I got into the airport, I was able to check right through security, went right through. Oh, wow. That's, Nothing that's, like, I mean, Orlando was absurd. Must have waited really? on the for like 30 minutes, yeah. Maybe because it was Thanksgiving uh, could be. time. Because usually, like, Florida is really not bad, but JFK is a, can become a madhouse. I know in the morning, if you're getting there at, like, at, in, at 6, 7, it, it's, it gets pretty intense at times. Yeah. Um, but I was able, I watched Total Divas on the airplane, and the woman next to me was watching me watch that. <laughs> all right. So yeah. she had her own entertainment. Yeah, and then uh, Thursday morning... Started off my Disney trip by going to Magic Kingdom. Okay. Where did you guys stay? Uh, this hotel called Bee Resort. It's not Disney. It's just, it's right near Disney Springs. So it's it's not the A Resort? It's just the B? Yeah. Okay. All right. Their Wi-Fi was awful. Well, I mean, it wasn't, I, I shouldn't say it was awful, but like, it wasn't what I was hoping it to be. Well, that's because you didn't go to the A Resort. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the A is where it's at. Again, yes, make the joke first seventh time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make sure that this joke just gets killed yeah, out because yeah. it's still funny to me. Yeah, it's still funny to me. Damn it! <laughs> Dang it! I was about to do that too. I threw in a little laugh too. Well, bam roasted. Nah, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. But all right. But yeah, so, so being back at Magic Kingdom for the first time since 2008 was crazy. Nearly 10 years, Brandon has finally made his return. I mean, nine years, but... Nine years, Brandon has finally made his return. Yeah, and it was like, it was it was good. It was good? Yeah, I walked in right what? away, taking mad pictures, went headed, I headed over to... Uh, not even going to remember the name. I think the very first ride that we did was uh, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Yeah. How so. was the wait? How was the waits uh, for lines? Absolutely no wait. See, I had a fast pass for Haunted Mansion, uh-huh. but when we got there, there was literally no wait. So I, I I canceled that and made it for another ride. All right. Which was good. So, yeah. And how so does I, a fast pass work? Before we talk about Haunted Mansion, how does that work? You schedule it up to a certain amount of times before your trip, I guess. Uh-huh. And you just like, let's say you want to go on the ride from around 3 p.m. You schedule it for 3 p.m. You have from 3 to 4 to go on it. And then that's it. Isn't that awful, though, in a way? What do you mean? I mean, it seems, I don't know. It seems like it's a good idea because of the crowd. But isn't that what everybody's doing now? So it kind of defeats the purpose or no? Well, no, because no, because you can only they only give out a certain amount per day. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, I haven't run into a point where they like didn't have any fast passes in the day. But 
there are certain rides that you just like are super difficult to get fast passes to. I don't know. I feel like I I go back and forth. No, with this system, this time. system is like God bless the system. I'm sure. Like I would love it and everything. Like especially you're, you're like allowed. Six- you're only allowed to have three per day. For, okay. for the park until you use all three of them. After that, you could use one at a time. So you get three passes that you can use on three rides. Yeah, and then after that, you can make one at a time. Okay, that, I guess that makes sense. I mean, does that alleviate any of the crowd, like the lines? A hundred percent. Hmm. A hundred percent. Now, what happens if you don't do a fast pass? How are the lines? Uh, it depends on what you want. If we'll jump to Animal Kingdom, if you go to Pandora, they have two rides there. Both were like three-hour waits. Is Pandora the new Avatar? Yeah. Okay. So. Three-hour wait? Uh-huh. Like people wait online for three hours for maybe yeah. a five-minute ride? Yeah. Whoa. I That's a big turnoff to me, you know? I can't – I would love to do something like that, love to go on the rides and everything. I, I'm a ride junkie, but I – to wait on the line for three hours well, is Well, that's why you got to get you gotta get the fast passes. How much is it fast pass? Free. It's, oh, it's on free. the Disney app, yeah. I don't know. It seems like such a – I don't know. I don't like that. That lines get so crazy. Well, but I guess that's I what mean, you're supposed Disney to expect. When you, yeah, you're supposed to expect that when you go to Disney and stuff. Yeah. I mean, all right. So we left off with where? Well, Haunted Mansion was the first ride that I rode. All right. How um, was it? I I mean, it's Haunted Mansion. I enjoy it. All the same, same as you left it. Uh, I didn't. I don't think it was, but I don't. I don't see. I didn't like recognize the changes. Uh huh. But I don't think they were like that significant of changes. So mm-hmm. but there was yeah. always a there was always a rumor that I think uh, what is it? Uh, Walt Disney's dog was buried there, or is that in I, the? I've never heard that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't. And then they have a tombstone for uh, the Toad. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Toad. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Toad. They put there. Yeah, and then I, I went to Be Our Guest Restaurant during the morning hours for breakfast, uh-huh. which is was brand new to me. All that The whole area used to be like Mickey's Toontown. Wait, so, they got rid of Toontown? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they put in um, Be Our Guest Castle or Beast uh-huh. Castle, whatever. And then uh, they put in Gaston's pub which is just a, like a quick service like they serve um cinnamon buns and stuff mm-hmm. they put it in ariel Do they serve beer uh i mean it's a stupid serve... question but i also don't i i don't, don't know if they anymore. i don't think they serve alcohol there they serve lefou's brew which is their big thing it's frozen okay. apple juice with toasted marshmallow syrup and a passion fruit so it's, mango a, it's, so it's a pub but there's no alcohol yeah, it's it's just uh, mainly it's the quick service for like cupcake, uh huh, croissant. All right. Yeah, and then they put in the the uh, Ariel's under some under the sea ride, a Little Mermaid ride. 
mm-hmm. which I went on and uh, I was like, I could swear I've been on it and there's just no way I could have because it opened in 2012. Yeah. I like I was on the ride. I'm like, oh, I remember this part. I don't know how I remember it. I don't know why I know it. Is it probably because you watched? I must have seen videos? it on YouTube. I, I, it's like I had to have seen it on YouTube. Yeah, I would imagine that you saw it on YouTube. But like, I was like so sure I was on the on the ride before. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not it's not possible. Was it enjoyable? Yeah, I mean it's it's just the the quick like the track through the the story of Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, and then they also have like the whole like Dumbo area now. Instead of one flying elephant ride, they have two. Okay. And they Smart. made like a huge like circus out of it. So that's all like that area was all new. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I did some other rides, whatever. And uh, after Magic Kingdom, also by the way, in the Magic Kingdom, saw the new uh, Muppet Show. They have, like, a, mm-hmm. in Liberty Square, like, a, in America show. Uh-huh. So it was cool to see the Muppets live. That's pretty cool. It's obviously, it's not the Muppets, but... Yeah. Still, but it was all... Still the Muppets. Pu- it was it was all puppets? Yeah, they were still all the Muppets, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, then at nighttime, I went to Disney Springs for dinner, met up with Jared, mm-hmm. my, my brother. Mm-hmm. We my, to, my cousin. Yeah, we, we went to Deluxe Burger. <laughs> Uh huh. I got a fried green tomato on my burger, and Interesting. Uh, and pimento cheese, huh? Which is right. cheese with red peppers in it. All right. Uh, yeah. Friday we went to Hollywood Studios. No, were you able to do everything that one day that you wanted to at the park? Um, yeah, and then some. Like, I feel like, because you, how you said, like, there's three-hour waits and stuff like that, I, I know you have to get one of those passes, but there, every there time is, think- Yes, there are rides that I would have liked to have ridden that I didn't get a chance to this whole okay. vacation. I didn't okay. get a chance to ride Peter Pan's flight. The wait time was, like, 110 minutes when I checked wow. last. Okay. Um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which is new, didn't get to okay. ride, which is, like, good luck getting a fast pass, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I would have went on Big Thunder Mountain also, same, same deal, I guess, a lot, a long wait time. Mm-hmm. So really it's get a fast pass or go on maybe three to five rides in a day span. Uh, yeah. Or, or ish. maybe four, four to seven rides on a day span or ish, get the fast yeah. pass. Yeah. That's so like. But it's not, it's not terrible, but. It's not terrible, but it kind of stinks well, like that I, that's like kind I said of the way that it week, Like I said last week, I felt like Danny Tanner with the schedule, yeah. Yeah, it, but it just stinks that, like, that's the direction of a theme park, you know? Yeah, but that's any theme park. Go to um, Six Flags. Like, isn't, aren't those lines ridiculously long? I'm sure. I mean, I haven't been in a long time. Last time I went, it wasn't too bad, but not, like, three-hour waits and everything. Well, I mean, again, those are the newer rides, so... Yeah, but, I mean Peter Pan, a uh, hundred and ten minutes. That's still, yeah, that's intense. All right, so you went out to, you got food with Jared. Yeah, and then, what? And then Friday morning mm-hmm. went to Hollywood Studios. Um, got interrupted. I had to stay on the sidewalk because they had some Star Wars parade. I guess the the March of Stormtroopers or whatever. Uh huh. With uh, the Silver Stormtrooper. Okay. I don't know who that is, but. 
Um, if I'm th- thinking of the right person, that's the... I think it's Captain something. Yeah, I forget the name. Something with a P. Yeah, but it's Bran of Tarth of uh, Game of Thrones character. Yeah, I thought... Is this, isn't it a woman? Yeah. Oh, she's a woman, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you named a dude character. <laughs> no. So, yeah, so I did Hollywood's Tower of Terror, or Hollywood Tower of Terror for the first time. Scary. Ever. No, I've always, like, built it up in my head, like, mm-hmm. like I couldn't go. Last time I was 18 years old, didn't go. And this time <laughs> I, I went, the very first, first and only time, and it's like, what was I, like, what was I nervous about? What was I scared of? Yeah. Have you and ever been? It? Have you ever been on I've, it? I've never been. I, uh, I, wanted I, to, been, I wanted to I go been, on again. I haven't been to Disney since 1990, maybe. Wow. So a lot has changed since the last time I was there. Yeah. Maybe 90, 91, around there. Yeah, so I, I really, I left go, I left Disney World wanting to go on Tower of Terror again. Never got the opportunity to. I was going to say, so wait, what did you go on? Tower of Terror. No, why didn't you get to go on it again? I just didn't have time. Wasn't oh, okay. Again. Yeah. What didn't they close that down, or is that in? That's in California. California. They changed that to Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah. Got it. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy is getting their own ride in, in Florida. Yeah, I don't know in Magic Kingdom, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, then uh, walked around some more, went on some more rides. Uh, Did he have some more? What? Did he have some more? No, I had chicken okay. and waffles. All right, there you go. With Darth Vader on my waffle. It's like a, it's not a Mickey waffle, it's a Darth Vader waffle. Did you take a picture? I did, of course I did. Okay, well I have to go through your album a little bit more. Yeah, there's like a thousand pictures on it. <laughs> you have a few funny pictures in there. Yeah, well... I mean, I thought some of them are funny where you're looking up at Jared or whatever and they don't even realize that you're looking at them. Or maybe they do. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, then uh, the Friday afternoon, walked through, uh, went to the Disney Disney Boardwalk by the, the hotel. Walked around a little bit. Went to, um, what hotel? No hotel. We just walked around the boardwalk, which the boardwalk's a hotel. So, yes, we went to a hotel. There you go. But then we walked to Epcot. I'm going to pitch you an idea right now. Yeah. I do not think that this has been – I don't know if I – if this is stolen from anybody, we know that we heard it here first. But what about a boardwalk that's actually a board game, like created out of board, like board games, you know? Monopoly? Yeah, like are you it's a boardwalk. What are you talking about? Yeah, like Monopoly, shoots and Ladders. What does know? that mean? Made, like what does that mean made out of a boardwalk? Like I mean you could have the boardwalk made out of – board games like have the boardwalk a board game you know what i mean like it sounds like it would be a fun idea so i went to epcot <laughs> wow swing and a miss so i went to epcot yeah uh-huh um and i i don't know if you ever heard of like the, they have like the beverly challenge no it's, it's just it's it's really not a challenge but in epcot there's a thing that's sponsored by coca-cola where you could sample cokes from around the world that's interesting. Or soft drinks or whatever. And uh-huh. one of them from Italy is called Beverly. Okay. And it's like 
some people enjoy it, but most of the time, people are like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever, I've ever drank in. And this is free? Yeah. Okay. They're little, like, shot glasses of soda. A long wait to get no, each, you like... Just, no, you just go in. There's tons of machines that it's not... Oh, so this is a self-serve kind of a deal. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And uh, I got to say, it was not the greatest. No? What did it taste like? I can't even... Licorice? It wasn't, but like they say in, in like Italy, it's like a... Um, it's like an alcoholic beverage that uh-huh. they that they drink before meals to cleanse their palate, I think. Huh. So, yeah, of course that's not going to be good. <laughs> But also, what other soft drinks? They had, other, like, they had, um, was there like a pineapple one? They had like a, I don't know, a kiwi one. Mm-hmm. Some of them were good. Some of them, I think there was a watermelon one, which was like good the first time. And then I went back again. It's like, oh, that's way too much nah. flavor. Mm-hmm. But after that, we went to a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. called Chewy's. It's outside of Disney. Okay. I had to go there because, like, my brother's friend, like, Brian, always used to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so... How's Brian doing? He's good. Yeah, tell, tell him I say hi. Yeah, I probably won't do that, but... <laughs> yeah, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so Saturday, <laughs> went back to the Magic Kingdom for Mickey Mouse's birthday, which it turned out later after, I, after the whole day ended, I found out Minnie Mouse's birthday was then as well but they didn't make a big deal about it that's messed up yeah but i got why to, i have no idea i don't know i don't know why but i got to have my dole whip float which i've been craving since 2008 mm-hmm. which i was, was surprised awesome. to see the price not too bad on there like 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 i was checking out the prices of some of the in some of the pictures you took oh yeah prices didn't seem too like extreme you know yeah no they're not not terrible. I think it was and like four and if, change for a Dole Whip. Say that again? I think it was four and change. Um, uh, The float was like probably six bucks. Mm-hmm. But if you get like a Disney gift card from BJ's, you save money on it. All right. Because BJ's sells the gift cards for cheaper. Interesting. So really, I feel like there's always like secrets to Disney. Where there's ways to kind of like defeat the park, you, you know, like there's there ways really to... is, and I think honestly, I mean, I haven't done it, but I think the Disney dining plan is actually worth it if you use the credits properly. What's the dining plan that you could pay? Like it's like, I mean, I guess it depends on how long you're staying there, but it's it's probably a good like thirteen hundred bucks mm-hmm. extra, but it's like you get credits for like meals and like quick service meals and snacks per day mm-hmm. that if you use it properly and like go to like all you can eat places every night or something or every morning too for breakfast, you could definitely, definitely so make out 1300 per person. Yeah. Hmm. Well, like if you think of like food wise, food is expensive there. And if you're yeah. going for like eight days, yeah, that's a lot of money. And it's all you can like it's the thirteen hundred covers you for the as many days. You get like you get credits for like breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh-huh. snack, drink. So huh. 
I'm curious to see. You should do the math on that. See if it comes out to that. Yeah. Well. No, you should. You should really see if it's worth it. I'm kind of curious. To I, see honestly, it. I think it, 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 if you use your credits properly, I think it will be. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. All right. So you got the Dole Whip. Yeah. Went on okay. more rides, whatever. Went to uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe. Anybody whisper to your ear while you're eating? No, but it's at the it's at the Wilderness Lodge, and it's all you can eat uh, chicken. There was some sort of meat, let's say sirloin. Uh huh. There were pork products. There was uh, green beans, mashed potatoes, corn salad, cornbread. Oh, I saw, I saw cornbread, which I swear was the best cornbread I've ever had in my life. Eat that Cracker Barrel. You heard it. I don't like Cracker Barrels, corn muffins, or whatever yeah. it is, cornbread. Yeah. But yeah, that I, I I enjoyed it. the The atmosphere was super loud. Oh, and not not to insult Cracker Barrel. Don't worry, don't worry. Brandon still went to it. Yeah, which I wasn't <laughs> planning on that, but but the atmosphere here was it was loud because they have like if you need ketchup, they like make you yell out for it, and then whoever had the ketchup has to come give you the their ketchup. Mm-hmm. And when they when the waiter gives you the ketchup, it's like. 20 bottles of ketchup? Huh? Yeah. They give you like 20 bottles of ketchup. It's like a fun thing to do, I guess. I didn't ask for ketchup, so. Yeah. <laughs> but they give you, the ta- they give a table like 20 bottles of ketchup. If somebody else yells out that they want ketchup, then that table has to go then deliver the 20 ketchups to that table. Well, that sounds like an inconvenience. Well, it's what I don't know. It's like theme. <laughs> But yeah, then uh, afterwards I went back to Magic Kingdom to meet Mickey. You know, they should have a place where they have the the people buying the food, you know, clean the tables too. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like just as much fun. No, it's like it's all in like the atmosphere and like the waiters and waitresses are kind of like they're sassy-ish or whatever-ish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I met Talking Mickey, which was cool. What's Talking Mickey? Like as opposed to a character that doesn't talk, this one actually spoke. Okay. And I it's like it must be like done through like a computer. Like somebody's in the suit and then it translates their words into computer or something. I don't know. Someone interacted with you? Uh yeah. Like they were actually like communicating with you in conversation? Or yeah, is it, was it like, like a it was like, Hey pal, where you're from? And it's like New York and it goes, Oh boy, New York. I think that I was watching I'm gonna burst your bubble, but you probably saw it. I was watching one of the videos of like they were doing a walking tour, not a walking tour, but they were doing on YouTube the walkthroughs or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and they were showing like some of the I guess a robot or something like that where they would go up and talk to the person in the suit, but what they don't see is like hanging back is someone with a backpack that inside has like inside the backpack has like a laptop and stuff, and they're kind of talking through a small microphone what the what's coming out of the speaker on the person so yeah, I, like I, I mean it, it's clearly not somebody doing mickey mouse's voice no no but like I, I think it's like a computer like sometimes we get like telemarketer phone calls from like computers that sound like actual humans that in turn are humans but they're not they're yeah. like they're saying what the computer is saying what they say yeah yeah i guess it's used for like I mean, people who are from, like, India or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, people so I hear you can't really understand them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it takes their 
text or language and it translates in, into English that. robots or whatever. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it seems like. People I mean, with disabilities they probably use it too for that can't speak properly. Yeah, if it's if it's like that, I mean, they probably have like maybe uh, a little microphone on the on the costume somewhere on the inside where the person from afar can hear what you're saying to the. Uh, I don't know. Person I don't know. dressed up and they could respond to you. It's something has to be like that. I don't know. Yeah, the ins and outs. But yes, and Sunday we went back to Epcot, spent a day there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, did, was were they sassy to you at the restaurant? Yeah, did they say yeah, kind like, of sassy? not like I mean not terrible, but like I asked for a refill and then they got me like a a glass that was like I don't know like seven glasses worth. What? Yeah, it was like a giant glass that they got huh. me. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. But Epcot, I got to ride the Frozen ride. We got there. Couldn't get fast passes for it because it was one of the more popular rides. But luckily when I got there in the morning, it was a 30-minute wait. So that's not bad at all. No, that's all right. So it was a fu- it was fine. It used to be Maelstrom, which was like a, a Viking ship ride mm-hmm. in Norway. And it's it's basically the same track, but instead of inside being like Vikings and stuff, it's all frozen. Did you see Olaf? Yeah, Olaf is in there. Anna and Elsa are in there. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I would I would definitely go on it again. All right. Well, there you have it. I mean, yeah. And good then, ride. Uh, after that, after that day, we went back to uh, Hollywood Studios to see their projection show. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, in Epcot, I did test track for the first time, which I never went on. That seemed that seemed pretty cool. It was difficult to sit in there. My knees were touching the 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 car, the front of it. But like, even like when they when you go outside to take the picture, my eyes I look like I'm dead in the photograph <laughs> mm-hmm. because like the sun is just beaming down on you. I can't like you. I couldn't open my eyes. Huh. Yeah, so. But. Yeah. Okay. So, Hollywood Studios has a new projection show at night for the holidays, so that was cool to see. It was like, um, it changed the Hollywood, the Tower of Terror into like the the Hollywood Toy Tower or something, uh-huh. like for Toy Story. They had one for Toy Story, one for Frozen, one for the Muppets, one for Mickey, and then I think one was a gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to just see that. And then mm-hmm. I, I went to BJ's Brew House for dinner that night. And how was that? I liked it. I enjoy it. Service was a bit slow, but whatever. All right. And then uh, Monday went to Animal Kingdom. Um, just spent the day there walking around. Yeah. Went to Pandora. I did the three-hour wait. Uh, what's the best animal that you saw? Best animal that I saw? Yeah, were you like, oh, that is awesome? No. There was a one animal you're like, all right, I'm taking a picture of this. Well, I mean, I went on this the Kilimanjaro safari and saw mm-hmm. a bunch of animals, but you see the hippos, you got your alligators, you got your elephants. Uh-huh. They got a kangaroo in there. Nice. Well, not in the safari, but in the park. 
Mm-hmm. They got monkeys roaming around in the park. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Not like in the park where they can like touch people, but they have like exhibits. Well, that kind of uh, ruins what I was thinking in my mind. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot less fun. Yeah. All right. But, uh... Pandora. Tell me a little bit about Pandora. It was cool to see. Um, yeah. Did you... Now, was this at night or during the day? It was from midday into night. So, so it was cool to getting to see, like, everything change and light up. How was that switchover? It was like, interesting. I was online during that for the flight of passage or whatever. Huh? Um, so I was outside for for a portion of that queue where I was able to see the lights, the bioluminescent lights turn on and everything. It seems really cool. Like how you have your normal uh, setup and everything, but then once nightfall hits, you see so much more. Turns, yeah. Yeah. Everything turns neon where you can look at the, even the ground itself. Yeah. turns neon. Yeah. It's lights up there. The only thing that actually sucks about walking around there at night is that it's, it actually, it's dark and you can't see much. Mm-hmm. Like Magic Kingdom is super lit up, but Animal Kingdom for that portion, you, like they need it for like the lights and stuff. Yeah. So whatever. But if I didn't have, I got a last minute fast pass for the the River Journey ride at eight o'clock, and if I didn't have that, the wait was three hours, and it's a literal two minute ride. I want to say. Uh-huh. It's like it's a small world but like with avatars and you don't know what's going on because what's avatar? <laughs> yeah. And it's way shorter than it's a small world. That stings. So it, would I go on it again? Yes. Would I actively seek out to go on it again? No. Yeah. Nor would I wait on a three hour line to go on that. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But after Animal Kingdom, we went to Boma at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is an African buffet. Mm-hmm. It had peanut soup. It was delicious. Sorry. Yeah. How did Jared like that? Or was he not present? Uh, yeah, he wasn't there. Oh. Yeah. You think he would have put up an argument that I don't think we shouldn't he, eat he there? Would, he wouldn't have went. Yeah, he wouldn't have went. Yeah. All right. So what's the most exotic thing that – I mean, we were talking about – the African buffet before you even went there about like what's on the menu and stuff. Did you have anything like exotic, exotic there that you couldn't have anywhere else? Um, not really. No, but like they had, like there was this one dish that I thought was terrible. It was like a, um, Oh, what are those things called? What's this? Lasagna. No, the dishes with egg in it. Omelet. No omelet. Are you kidding me? I don't know why I can't think of the word right now. A um, quiche. It was like a quiche. Oh, I was so close. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was egg, beef, and like lamb. Uh huh. I don't know if it. I think it said sheep, but I don't think that's true. I don't it think could it, I, don't, be. I don't think it said sheep. I don't know what it said actually, but it was that. But I, I didn't enjoy it. The peanut stew was good. I tried. Um, they had this watermelon rind salad, mm-hmm. which is like watermelon rind is like super like bitter. Yeah. But I tried it. It tasted like coleslaw. It was good. Like coleslaw. That yeah. is not a taste that I would be expecting out of anything. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it to taste like that either. 
Yeah. But yeah, so I enjoyed it. I would definitely go back to Boma, a hundred percent. It was like forty five bucks, but I would definitely a hundred percent go back there. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day, that was like my last Disney Park day. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday just had like a free day. Went to Hogan's Beach Shop. And how was that? It was cool. It was cool to see like like the statues of Hogan in person. All mm-hmm. the memorabilia that was around the store it was cool. They were selling a Liberace autograph thing that I guess he gave to Hogan. Uh-huh. Can we guess the price tag on that? Uh, we'll go with $6,742. I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say? $6,742. Now add $493,258 to that. <laughs> uh, I was so close. They were selling that for $500,000. Woo! Like, what? Woo. Hogan trying to really <laughs> make his money. Woo. Yeah. Jeez Louise. But then they had, like, the Hogan autographs and stuff for, like, it must have been like 150 bucks each, which isn't like... That's not, Even 150 that's, for Hogan? That's super on par with Hulk Hogan stuff. Is it? Yeah, 100%. I would expect... I think that at his store, he should be selling his autograph for a lot less, you know? Because it's from... I feel like that would be more of an attraction towards his store. Like, it, usually if it goes for 150 Sell it for $50 at your store. Yeah, if, if he was selling, dude, and at one point I was looking through the store, they had a Mr. America weight belt that I don't know if it was used or not. But I think if I was going to buy anything from their store, if they had Mr. America masks, I would have bought one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should definitely reduce the prices there. Yeah, they and they were like, they yeah. definitely were charging way more than they should have been for some things. Yeah, like they were I mean, selling WWE licensed products like a Sin Cara mask or a Rey Mysterio mask for sixty bucks. Uh oh, we got an like, Earl Hebner deal going on. I I don't know how he sells like. Uh, just kidding. We're not starting rumors. He sells <laughs> figures and stuff there too. Uh huh. That's interesting. But it's like I don't. I would never pay sixty bucks for a yeah. WWE shop mask. No. So, All right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we went to Hogan's Beach Shop, went to uh, Universal what? City Walk. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I don't know. I was going to continue about the – I'm just – I guess I have to experience this uh, Hogan place at some point. You really don't have to, but – No, it, it's just like a walk-in store. Yeah, it's an, it's an actual store, yeah. They sell merchandise. They sell T-shirts. They sell – um orlando stuff they sell like sunblock and stuff which i think is smart to do i don't know if i'm like disappointed by it you know because i always assumed that hogan's place was kind of like a restaurant deal No, they had a restaurant in in tampa but they closed that and an employee said that they were trying they were looking to open up a restaurant in orlando so who knows they see he said jimmy hart has a, a restaurant Somewhere. Over the rainbow? I don't know if it's in Orlando. No, I think it was... It must be in Tampa somewhere. Near Tampa or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. So... But then after that, we went to City Walk. 
Didn't go to the performance center. Uh, <laughs> no. Dude. So we just walked around Universal Studios, the City Walk portion. Nah, I guess we a, just got to wait for it tough enough. A single day ticket to Universal Studios is $200 for both parks. Jeez. Wait, so you didn't even drive anywhere near the performance center? No, it was still like a good 20 minutes away from Hogan's Beach Shop. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. What is that noise? Oh, I think someone's mowing a lawn outside. Oh, at 4.50? I don't know. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> yeah, so after after Universal Studios, we went to one of their hotels, the Lowe's Portofino Bay, just to uh-huh. sit. Literally just sat there. Uh-huh. Went back, left Universal, went to Disney's Art of Animation Resort to check it out because they have, like, all of, like, the giant Disney characters and stuff. Uh-huh. So it was, like, they have, like, the Cars Land and stuff to that you could stay at. And they have life-size models of, like, Mater and Lightning McQueen and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's a portion. You got, like, Simba, Pumbaa, and Timon walking on the bridge, on the, the branch. Yeah. So I went there. I wanted to take pictures around there and see it for myself in person. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty cool, though. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of their lower-end resorts. They're cheaper ones. Yeah. So... It's cool to get an experience there. Yeah, why not? And then at night, we went to uh, Blaze Pizza at Disney Springs for dinner. Mm-hmm. Which is like you walk around, you create your own pizza. What did you put on yours? I started with barbecue sauce. I went with shredded mozzarella and fresh mozzarella cheese. Mm-hmm. Don't think I need to say cheese after that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think people know. <laughs> went with grilled chicken, went with pineapple, because I believe pineapples on pizza are good. I agree with you. I, I... It's funny you bring that up. I was seeing on Twitter someone was giving a, a pro wrestler some uh, beef about bringing pineapple pizza to like backstage or like to, to eat. And I was just like thinking, I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with pineapple on pizza why can't you put that on there yeah all right and then i put red onions i put green peppers i put cherry tomatoes on but that was a mistake why cherry tomatoes as that was the only kind of tomato they had but oh okay it was a mistake i shouldn't have done that yeah and then i topped it off with more barbecue sauce hmm I enjoyed and, the I enjoyed the pizza. I would go back there. There's one on Long Island, but I like another another restaurant that does similar pizza cooking like this better. Hmm. Where? Um Where is it? Uh Island Park? Oceanside? Mm-hmm. Definitely Island Park. Alright. So I would definitely I would go to Blaze again. But um before that, I went and got. I changed my ticket to an annual pass, and there it happened. Yeah. So. So when's the next time you're going back? Now I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It has to be before November. Yeah, like so. so now from November to November, what does that give you? Everything. I can go so, to Disney World whenever I want. 
for and it's all covered now. Yeah. What about food? Food is obviously not covered. Some and some of the places have like ten percent, twenty percent discounts. Uh huh. On food or is it merch? On there's food merch. and merch. Okay. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I'll right. make it back there. I went. I went to Magic Kingdom on Monday before I not Monday on Wednesday. Before I had to leave for the airport. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was actually able to try LeFou's brew. And good? I Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I met Winnie the Pooh and Tigger that day. Ah, good people. <laughs> yeah, I went on Pirates of the Caribbean again. Arr. And, uh, yeah, that was basically it. Wow. And that was the... That, uh... was, that was my trip to Disney World. Nice. And did you now talk about the you uh did you watch wrestling? How did that all work out? I watched um when did I watch NXT? NXT I watched Saturday night into Sunday morning. Okay. And then Survivor series I watched I think I watched Sunday night into Monday and then Monday night again. Alright. Yeah. So Overall, it sounds like a a good time. It seems like you had fun. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely hope to go back soon. I want to go at least two times now that I have the annual pass. Mm-hmm. If I go just one, if I go like uh, three days, I think it's like completely covers the price I paid. How much did you pay again? I I only paid three hundred thirty dollars for it. Mm-hmm. So that's like a damn steal. Because the normal yeah. price of of the uh, the annual pass was like eight hundred and thirty dollars. So yeah, it all, yeah. it only made sense to upgrade. Yeah, you know that's pretty uh, pretty cool. Well, I'm happy you had fun. Yeah, maybe uh, next time you'll go. Maybe next time other people will go. Yeah, and you met you met Paul Rudd, right? He uh, recognized you. I did not meet Paul Rudd, but he was definitely on the plane before me. Ah. I was sitting in the terminal after I enjoyed some Cracker Barrel. After I enjoyed the, well, I wouldn't say enjoyed it, but I sat in a a lounge at the airport. A club or whatever it was. Uh Uh-huh. And then I went to the terminal to sit, waiting for my airplane, which got delayed and then got delayed again, which was so infuriating. And Paul Rudd came off the the flight from New York. That was going to be my plane. That's pretty. So that uh, cool. We locked eyes. He he definitely knew. I knew who he was. <laughs> and, and did he like he sprinted away? No, him him and his family just kept walking. Oh, you you. But you didn't you didn't want to say hi or anything. No, I'm not going to be that guy. You, you, I mean, it's no, not like I'm you not went there out of your. But I'm it's not. not right, yes, so it's, it's a not that you do. I probably would have done the same thing. Why? I mean, unless it's not, unless it's I had something in common like, with them, I, yeah, I just don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. I feel weird doing it's that. It's not like you're going there like one of those jerks. Now, now what did what did you do when you saw Finley? What did you do when you saw Finley? I took a, pe- a picture with him in the background. I think. Yeah, you didn't like say anything to him. Oh, I didn't say anything. So, bam. Didn't say anything. Yeah, exactly. So, but I got to make up for that. That missed experience. Uh, you didn't get a picture with him. No, I didn't. All right. 
Well, I think that we covered your week a little bit more than mine, and I think that people probably enjoy that a little bit. But or, or they tuned out. Yeah, or they tuned out, and now they're listening to Shining Wizards or Weekly Wrestling Podcast or something. Which, by the way, Thanksgiving was fantastic. Oh yeah, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, they have uh, deep fried turkey again. Mm-hmm. So it was delicious, even though I don't like turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turkey, I'm not a fan of, but my mom made really good turkey this year, too. Yeah, I'm more of like a sides guy, like mac and cheese, stuffing, cranberry sauce. You got the um, the green bean casserole. Yeah, the green bean casserole. We had some Brussels sprouts. Yeah, we had Brussels sprouts, too. Yeah, we had Brussels sprouts. Uh, we had some cornbread. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cornbread. My mom makes corn pudding, but I don't oh, like it. Oh, corn pudding's the best. I don't like it. Really? Well, Did I mean, it comes out. It, yeah, that's where she got the recipe from. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. hooking it up. Yeah, but I don't like, I, I don't like Jiffy's corn muffin mix in general. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like cornbread, but that rare instance where you get the cornbread from... Whispering Canyon Cafe at Disney World or the corn muffins from Boma. Delicious. I feel like it's like hit or miss because it could either be delicious or very, very dry. Not, I don't know. Not even the fact of dryness. Like Smoking Owls, don't like it. Cracker Barrel, don't like it. Like, Anywhere, I, feel like... I just don't like those. I don't, I don't like cornbread. I don't know. Huh. It, it leaves like a weird taste in my mouth. All right, but well, the ones but the ones in Disney World did not. So, all right. Well, this episode is not sponsored by Disney, but you should check it out anyways. Yeah, definitely go to Disney World, meet the characters, do whatever. Did you tell Did you tell Mickey Mouse Happy Birthday? I did not. I had him sign a, a birthday button though. Aww. That's the only thing that I got a, a signature from. I felt super weird doing that. <laughs> did you get Minnie to sign it too? No, I didn't even know it was her birthday until the day after. <laughs> you were probably getting Mickey's autograph on a birthday pin, and Minnie was like standing right behind. No, Minnie you, wasn't like there. I met, I met Goofy and Donald at the same time. On the other side, they had Minnie and Daisy, but I didn't go back out to meet them. Daisy. Yeah, Daisy Duck. Okay, Daisy Duck. That's yeah. what I thought. So I, I met Pluto. I met Goofy, Donald, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Mickey. Did you meet um, Bugs Bunny and Taz? And uh, that's a different theme park. <laughs> I met Russell from Up. Take a picture with him. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's. I, oh, and I met Bugs? Cruz Cruz Mirez from uh, Cars Three. All right. Did you didn't meet anybody else? No. I did. I did. Roger watch, Rabbit. No, they don't do Roger but Rabbit. Roger man. Rabbit doesn't get enough credit, right? He like he used to be in the park. I don't know if he's like if he's in Disney on rare occurrences now. I feel like I feel like when you go to the Disney store or you look anywhere, Roger Rabbit, you never find a stuffed animal for, but you always find it for everyone else. Yeah, I don't and know about like, stuffed Rabbit. animals and stuff, but they have Roger Rabbit at the uh, one of the the resorts. They have him like a statue of him. I think Roger I Rabbit's think. the best. Such a great movie. Yeah, well. Well, all right. So Thanksgiving was good. That was an hour on Thanksgiving in Disney World. 
Yeah, more like more like fifty minutes on uh, Disney, ten minutes on Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> but all right, let's talk about some sports entertainment this week. Should, should, uh, should we take a break though? I, don't know, I feel like that was a. Uh... Yeah, we can take a take a break. Yeah, good. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hey, it's Billy West, and uh, you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 355. As Dave was going to say, some sports entertainment, which will kick off with NXT War Games, NXT TakeOver War Games, taking place at the Toyota Center on Saturday, the 18th of November in Houston, Texas. Uh, I thought this from start to finish was fantastic. No, I think it was uh, excellent uh, pay-per-view. I think that it was just a lot of fun to – it was just a lot of fun and entertaining. Yeah, like kicking off Lars Sullivan defeating Cassius Ono. Damn good match. Wasn't a longest I, match, but I thought it was a damn good match. Yeah, I thought for what it was, it was really good. It didn't make any of them look weak. Yeah, it I, did mean, it. I like the the um, Ono oh hit how many elbows on him? Oh, a ton! And he rocked him with his uh, his signature kick too. Yeah, and you know he just couldn't keep Lars down. I really like that Lars when he, he that moment he did get knocked down. He he kind of yeah. did like Undertaker. Yeah, pop, he got pop, right back up. Yeah, and started yelling at him like, and then he got rocked with it again, and. I thought it was just sol- it was a solid match. Yeah, you ended it with the freak accident. Yeah, I, I don't know about that finisher. I have to see it a few more times before it wins me over. Well, but next match, uh, Alistair Black picked up the victory over Velveteen Dream. I and, honestly, this wow. was this. I mean, War Games was good, but I think this was my favorite match of the night. I agree with you. I think this is by far my favorite match of the of the night. And you know what? It could it could be up there for favorite match of the weekend. Uh, it, there's another match that's really up there, but this match could definitely be argued as one of the top matches for the weekend. Yeah, and uh, it, it was like good because like it left like both of them in this match as like like yeah, this was good. Like I was good, yeah. you were good, we were good. I mean, it started from the start of the match where Velveteen Dream unzipped his pants to reveal that he had Rick Rude-like tights on of Aleister Black's face on one leg and then his face on the other with NXT on his uh, on his butt. Yeah. I think that that was awesome mind games, especially because this feud is a lot of mind game based. Yeah, I mean, and, the whole match, like even Aleister Black doing the, the Rick Rude. Yeah. Um, you had them taunting each other with taunts, uh, like their own taunts and everything. And it was at first when you heard about this concept and everything, all right, this feud is over. He wants him to say his name. I don't get it. Okay. Uh, I guess this could be something, but over saying his name and you know what this, it won it over. It, yeah, and he, he ended up saying his name at the end. Yeah, even the crowd was chanting, say his name. Yeah. Like, the crowd was so behind both wrestlers. And it was, it just shows you how good of a match. This was definitely Patrick Clark's best match that I've ever seen. Um, and yeah. it's really cool to see how much he has done since Tough Enough. 
Yeah, um, 100%. And, and this is definitely, it seems, uh, Aleister Black's toughest match since being on NXT. I think that he had the most difficult time with Velveteen Dream, where there was moments where I thought Velveteen Dream was going to pick the victory. He has that swinging DDT. I forget what he calls it. Um, but it's kind of like Sister Abigail, but instead of going with the STO, he wraps around for a DDT. And it looks – I love it. It looks sick. Does he Does he have a name for it? I I think so, but I don't recall it. I, I don't remember it, but I thought it was going to end right there, and it didn't. And it was just so good. His facial reactions to Black not doing it and just repeating with the say my name. And then once he said his name, he sat down next to him, had the mic, and he said uh, – what was it? Um, he basically put him over. Oh, like enjoy infamy, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, crowd popped huge. Velveteen Dream started to like play his jaw because he got rocked in the jaw and just like kind of like finally said it. And then they showed him backstage and interviewing, and he was just like he couldn't say anything else, but he finally said my name, and so much to take away from that, but. Uh, next up, you had the NXT women's title on the line in a fatal four-way match. Ember Moon picking up the victory to win that vacant title over Sane, Ross, and Royce. So disappointed that she won, but the match was really good. Uh, I thought that it was kind of, I mean, I thought it was kind of predictable. I mean, you you predicted her to win, so. Yeah, but like Chris saw, thought, same with you, he thought that Sane was going to win, that there was obvious that Sane was going to win. I still had high hopes for Peyton Royce, though. Oh, yeah, but I was just like, you're in Houston, and, or San Antonio, or wherever, and you're... It was Houston. I mean, if you didn't have Moon win, you just really devalued her stock after having her lose. Yeah, but I just, I don't understand how many title shots she got. Oh, so many. And then, and then to have Asuka give her the title, I thought was just so stupid. The only way I could see this being, I mean, benefit-wise, long-term, when Moon does get brought up, maybe she could blindside attack Asuka. Be like, I'm ready for you. I don't know. I, I, be, just, I, know, I just didn't. first main feud on the roster. I just, I didn't, I didn't get Asuka giving her the title because it's like, ha-ha. Remember the like seventeen times I defeated you and you didn't get. I think I think you, I get it with the passing of the torch. Bam roasted. I had to retire from NXT to get you this title. I mean, yeah. I mean, but the same thing could be said with that cross. I think Cross had a, a few shots at that too. Sane, I think it's going to take a little bit longer until I didn't expect them to put the title around her so quickly. Uh, she still she just is fresh off the tournament. She's getting gaining that hype. Uh, and Royce and Royce and Kay are definitely. I think they're going to get it at some point. If anything, now's the time for Royce to go or Kay to go into a feud with Moon. And I think Sane and Cross should do their own thing. The only thing that I don't like about the women's title scene is it seems like so often we end up seeing a triple threat match or a fatal four way match for the title. You know, you it's not very often that we see. Disagree with you. All right, last, last pay, well, the last pay per view was a singles match. Uh huh. Um, Chicago was a triple threat. The time before that was a singles match in Orlando. San Antonio had a fatal four way. Mm-hmm. 
Toronto had a a one-on-one. That was, what's her name? Mickey James and Asuka. Uh-huh. Brooklyn had Bailey and Asuka. All right. So it's not. It seems like so, it seems like it's so often that people are in that. The end case, was Oscar so. versus Nia Jax. So mm-hmm. there's it's more so rare that we get a fatal four way. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't like seeing Cross, Sane, Royce, like all these Moon, all these people going after. I get it; it's vacant, but I don't want to see that continue to play out. Choose one person to keep a storyline going with. Yeah, so hopefully we get uh, Iconic to be the next champions. I agree. Up next for the NXT Championship, Drew McIntyre was defending that NXT title against Andrade Cien Almas. I don't know who would have expected this outcome. I I did not at all. I'm, I'm, and... I'm fine with the outcome. I thought the match, yeah. I thought uh, Zelina Vega's mix in with this all her attempts at trying to distract drew mcintyre and hit him i thought was great i like that they didn't succeed where kind of like how do you believe like all right zelina vega didn't succeed on distracting uh drew mcintyre that time so now here's drew mcintyre gonna have his comeback into a victory and that just never happened yeah um it was just overall it was a solid match uh, at the end I of the think, match, the DDT was a little bit... I think that came out of nowhere. It was like uh, an abrupt end to it. Uh-huh. I would have liked to have had more. Yeah, I mean, it made, maybe they called the uh, the ending on a fly because McIntyre... I don't know. I haven't heard an update yet, but the rumor was that he tore his bicep. That's what Triple H, I believe, said on the after show. That they were having him, sending him for an MRI to confirm, but hashtag Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen any, heard or seen any update on that dude, injury. Could you imagine he wins the Royal Rumble and goes to Mania? I was, dude, number thirty. Have him come out, but like win. Yeah, and win. I there's no prop. There's no reason why not. If you want to really do something different with an NXT wrestler that you haven't done before, and you don't want to jeopardize wasting the talent have him win the Royal uh the Royal Rumble yeah I mean you already have Braun and all these other people kind of like slated with ideas why not but triple threat war games match took place to finish the night the undisputed picked up the victory over sanity and Roderick Strong with authors of pain uh, so many spots, but before we talk about the spots, uh, we're talking about the cage. Yeah, the roof. I was disappointed that they didn't have the roof. I was okay with it. I was disappointed. I didn't understand the whole if you escape, then your team is eliminated. Like, what idiot would like do that. that? But no, that made no sense. Who would do well, that? Like, I think. Well, obviously, if you're scared of being in the ring or you're you quit, pretty much you escape. You you leave. They didn't, the- even, they didn't even tease that at all. They didn't at they all. Had, they had Adam Cole climbing up, and they're like, oh, well, they maybe did. he doesn't remember if he escapes. And it's like, he's clearly not. He's just resting up there. Well, I mean, they did have that moment where they were getting close to it. You didn't know if someone was going to fall off. Uh, I mean, I, I, I did like that aspect of if, if anybody leaves the ring, they forfeit. I did like that. I mean, I feel like realistically. I like, I like how the, Sanity was the ones that brought weapons in right away. Oh, that was perfect. And Dane. Well, I feel like, well, with the roof thing, 
I feel like if because of the size of these wrestlers, if you did have that roof on that cage, that you wouldn't be getting as much as what we had, like the suplexes and that that powerbomb spot. I feel like we wouldn't have all of that. It's a possibility. I mean, because look at the size of authors of pain and yeah. Alexander Wolf is a tall guy too. I think he's taller than Killian Dane. Uh, I feel like that would play a big factor, but yeah, um, Killian Dane brought the table, like the crowd was chanting for the table and he played right into that and brought two tables into the ring. Uh, there was that one awkward spot where the, the people doing the, str- the strobe light ended up. Fa- putting oh the- yeah. And it ended up on the wrong team. Yeah. They, they put the, the light on on, on uh, sanity instead yeah. of authors of pain, and then they like quickly like switched over to authors of pain. And you're like, wait, what? When that what? happened, I was like, oh, maybe like maybe the the spotlight shuts off, and that's how you know you're in the match. <laughs> but that wasn't the case. Yeah, it was definitely an awkward spot with that. I but... also I didn't like the end of this match either. I I was okay. I understand your dislike for it. Well, and no, I, no, uh, for a different reason as well. Okay. As, well, firstly, I didn't like uh, Adam Cole pinning. Um, well, uh, Young Eric Young, yeah, because yeah, it's like I, the whole the whole feud was about Cole and Adam Strong. Cole and Roderick Strong. So yeah, I didn't get I, that. But then I also it was just like an abrupt. He hits like the he hits the shining wizard and with the, the steel chair, and that was like. I just felt like there should have been there needed to be more. I don't know. Yeah, I understand. Like maybe instead of, I feel like instead of having uh, Young hold up the chair for himself, that having uh, one of Red Dragon members hold up the chair, you know, instead of having Eric Young pick it up and hold it in front. But there is, I think that there's a lot of spots to take from this i mean Which, there was by the way t- that coast to coast not even close to coast <laughs> that was still a cool spot it was cool but like that was a cool spot it wasn't I'm, even in the corner what do you think about that alexander wolf spot with german suplex through the table was it stupid and risky to do or is it just a freak accident what do you mean how when wolf did the perform the the german suplex off of the top turnbuckle to one of the uh, authors of pain members through the table. That's the spot where he bust, he gashed oh, he his got... head. Off. What did he cut it on the table? I think, yeah, it, from what it looks like, it looks like the way that the tape, because it was, I believe they had two tape. Yeah, there were two. There was two tables. And I think by the way that it snapped the first table that like you had one from the other, the one in front, it looks like when the way it's broke off, a shard of it scraped the back of his head and caused him to uh, cut it pretty bad. Cause that took him out of the match for a long time. There was a long period of time where the rest of the uh, members of the match were in that one ring while yeah. the referee was tending to Wolf in that uh, other uh, ring on his own. Yeah. Where you didn't really know if it was a serious injury or how bad he was bleeding. Um, Luckily, he's okay though. He, they put a, tw- a video, a backstage fallout with him, and he said that he's fine, that it was worth it. So definitely happy to see that he's a okay. I don't think it was a risky spot. I don't think it was a dumb spot. I think it was Not a good a lot, spot. I enjoyed it, yeah, yeah, I think it was a good spot. They had that uh, 
Tower of Doom spot, which I was a fan of. I liked that Adam Cole was the like kind of like the man, the top the of the one out. Yeah, just right in the dead center, and he that left him to do his uh, Adam Cole Bay Bay spot. Yeah. Um, I like yeah. I like the whole like the event as a whole though. It's like last week we questioned. I was like, well, I questioned. Are they just gonna like wrestle in one ring until it comes time for the main event? Mm-hmm. I like they were they switched off rings every every match. Yeah, I think that was really smart. Killian Dane, that one, uh, the Michi Nuku driver leg drop combo that he did. Yeah. I thought that was sick. Apparently, he took that from Steve Mack. Uh, he tweeted out. Uh, I think Mack tweeted him, and then he tweeted back, like saying, "Like thank, like thank you. I I took that move from you, or something like that." Where he gave him credit That's for cool. that move. Um, yeah, but overall, excellent, excellent match. You had uh, Kevin Owens in the crowd with a with a undisputed shirt. You had Asuka. You, who else was there? Um, Joe. Funaki. Yeah. Yeah. Just good, good show. Solid showing from everyone. All right. Let's talk about Survivor Series. Um, Taking place also at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Yeah. Kickoff. Elias Sampson picked up the victory over Matt Hardy. Not much to say about it. No. I mean... Um, again, really, really nobody in the crowd. Chalk it up yeah. to WWE with the time, maybe. I That's the thing. We kept on trying to figure out if it's the time, because you said that they said seven, I thought they said five. I, I don't no, know. No, they definitely they said five, and then they at one point said like six or seven again. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if it's the tickets, like them switching back and forth, and people don't know, or if it's just... The building itself not anticipating the show up at a certain time. Like I don't know if it's the yeah, not being know. prepared or if it's not. For SummerSlam, I completely chalk it up to Barclays not being. Prepared. Yeah. Oh, I agree with because you because Barclays their their staff isn't trained. They don't know how to do things there. I'm I'm sure. Uh, uh, the next match for the cruiserweight championship on the kickoff show, we had Enzo Amore defeating Kalisto. Uh, it was a fine match. I thought Enzo looked a little bit sloppy at times. I mean, and I, well, I'm I'm trying I'm really trying to like get over with Enzo with his wrestling. You know, I'm trying to get over it. I really do like him on the on the mic, um, but in the ring, I'm like I try to. He did sell Kalisto's head scissors finally, properly. Right. But there's moments where I see him do something. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, you're better than that. Or you can be better than that, you know? But Amori picked up the victory. And this match ended. There was still like, I don't know, 15 minutes left on the kickoff show. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Why is there? What are they oh, you didn't know on? that this match was announced? No, I had no idea. It was supposed to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Brazongo. Oh, that's funny. I'm happy I kind of didn't tell you then. When, when did they announce that? Uh, before the pay-per-view. Uh, I think Kevin Owens tweeted out. Saying that he's going to be taking on Brizango. Oh, I, I think either I I saw it from Kevin Owens' tweet. I don't know if WWE put it out themselves, but I saw it from Kevin Owens' tweet. Yeah, so they won. Yeah, it was good match. Yeah, it, it did match. it did what it needed to do. It it I mean, psyched you out, I guess. 
Yeah, I thought it was a good match. I mean, if you don't have Owens and Zayn included in it and you want to still play that storyline with their issues with management on SmackDown, you toss them on the on the kickoff. Yeah, I think that was the good thing for them. Yeah, that's one hell of a way to hype a crowd too. Um, all right, so actual Survivor Series lineup starts off with the Shield picking up the victory over New Day. Um, the one thing that I really don't like, and I say this a lot of times, it's only a matter of time till Big E separates his shoulder. Or something goes wrong when he does that apron spear to the outside of the ring. I really don't uh, like that spot. Uh, I don't like that spot. It makes me cringe every time because I'm like, that's a pretty, I I don't know. I just don't like that. Something I did like, though, that double midnight hour. Yeah. That was awesome. That was a good spot. Um, and then the end of the match was decent with the top rope triple powerbomb to Kofi. Well, from the second well, rope, but. Yeah. I'm sure they said it was a top rope powerbomb. <laughs> yeah, I think they did. But, but yeah, I thought that was a, that was good. That was a good match. Yeah, good, good way to kick off the event, I think. And, and it's funny because it's like I really didn't want to see Shield versus New Day, and then they like hyped it up a little bit. I'm like, okay, fine, we're seeing New Day versus Shield. Did I, what did I say? Did I say Shield versus New Day? Or yeah, yeah, you had it. And then, uh, and then this match, like, good luck to the rest of the card. Yeah, I thought that it was a great way to... If you look at the card, there's a lot of matches that could have opened, but I think that this was a good fit to open. Yeah. Especially with the uh, the aspect of everything going on, and I think that it was a good way to open. Uh, next up, you had Team Raw Women picking up the victory over Team SmackDown Women. Uh, it was Fox, Asuka, Bailey, Jackson, Banks defeating Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, and Tamina. And Natalia, it should be no- Natalia was the one that replaced Charlotte that they announced. Yeah, and it should be noted that uh, Carmella was without her sidekick James Ellsworth. Uh, I believe the day before or two days before. I think as soon as we finished recording Wednesday. Yeah, they announced that James Ellsworth has been released from the company, which was very surprising. I mean. I I think that in the ring it wasn't anything. I mean, but he was he was doing a good he was doing his job as getting you not to like him. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it, his placement was good. I didn't I didn't mind it. I mean, but I'm also not upset that he's gone. You know, I'm not upset that he's gone. But I would have been <laughs> interested. But I would have like I mean I'm not happy that someone loses their job. But I'm also not, like, storyline-wise, I feel like there could have been a lot that you could have done with him. Like, I really liked your idea that you said with, um, I think, John Seaton or whoever standing behind Ellsworth uh, with Undertaker. Yeah. You said, yeah. Like, there, there was ways that you could have used him, but, you know, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. so this match came down to Asuka. Um. Pretty much by herself, p- right? Yeah, Oscar was the sole winner of her. Uh, yeah, Oscar won for her team. Um, it came down to her p- having to pick up the victory over Natalia and Tamina, and I, there were so many. You got to see Nia Jax square off with Tamina, uh, which was interesting. They played each other off as both being the dominant women of their roster. 
And Nia Jax gets counted out. Both in the same family? No. Ish, yeah. Eh. I mean, Jimmy Snooker, they say, is part of that family, even though he's not blood-related or... Yeah. I don't know. It's... We still have to have Lance on to explain all of that. <laughs> um, but the Nia Jax, she got one heck of a reaction. When she ripped off her uh, Raw t-shirt, the crowd went nuts for her. Um, but unfortunately, she was eliminated. Thoughts on Becky Lynch being the first person eliminated? I I don't know. I, it's got to be leading somewhere. I don't know where. The only thing I could think of is maybe they don't maybe they know that they have something special with oscar versus becky lynch and they don't want to expose that just yet because they can still use they can still use this becky lynch being the captain and being the first one eliminated while natalia claimed to be the captain and was the last person eliminated so it's kind of one of those where it's a storyline that could have been pushed off for the current storyline that could happen and it stinks because right before I tweeted out saying I can't wait for Lynch and Asuka to step into the ring together. And then she and, got eliminated. Yeah. Um, yeah, but decent match. Yeah. Good good match. Good match. Up next for uh, between the – Oh, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say the finish for Naomi and Fox where she pinned her and then she goes into the – and the referee counts three. Yeah, that was – she closed the submission right after. I don't know what happened there. There was definitely miscommunication of some sort. Yeah, yeah it seemed where like she... she was probably Alicia Fox was definitely probably supposed to kick out of the pin and then get locked in the slay omission or yeah. feel the glow, whatever they call it. And it was just weird because like then Booker T Booker T tried to claim that that wasn't a three count. Man, no, she kicked out. Man, I saw she kicked out. Yeah, so it, it was just awkward, but yeah, yeah, let's go. That was, yeah. Just wanted to bring that up. Before up we... next, the United States champion Baron Corbin picked up the victory over the Intercontinental champion Miz. I don't get that. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not annoyed by Corbin picking up the victory. No, I don't. I don't. It's fine, but I just I don't get. Miz's kicks look really bad. Which? He's the, been... the yes kicks? Yeah. The it I kicks? They... I yeah, don't think so. I thought they looked really weak and like... like they I, didn't I like the like... spot where the, he, he like inst- he goes to wind up and then Corbin gets up into the corner and Miz dominates him with that drop kick. Yeah. I thought that was good. No, there's definitely goods to be taken away with this. I mean... I didn't think it was a bad match. I thought it was still fun and entertaining to watch, for sure. Yeah, so the, this match brought up uh, SmackDown 2-1. to one. Not brought up, but SmackDown. Yeah, gave, gave them the board. a little bit further of a lead. Up next, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions defeated uh, the Usos, defeated the Raw Tag Team Champions, The Bar. Which, Good match. Yeah, um... I feel like no matter what, because originally we wanted to see uh, Usos pick up the victory over the Shield. At least I did. But I feel like with those four tag teams, no matter how you interchange that match, you're going to get a good match out of both matches. You know what, though? I was just, I don't know. I was kind of not feeling this match. 
Really? Yeah. I, I thought it was a good match, and I really liked the end of it. I liked that flying the over-the-top rope, fly, uh, whatever you call it. Plancha? Yeah, where he does a mid-air tag to the splash. I thought it was a good way to end the match. Yeah. I, don't I, know. I enjoyed, I liked that part, but there, I just for, for whatever reason, it just wasn't up to what I wanted it to be. All right. Um, next up, you had a non-title match. Charlotte Flair picking up the victory over Alexa Bliss. Which is just now, stupid. That's the dumbest thing ever. Talking about stupid, I wanted to bring up this kickoff promo that they did together. Oh, that was awful. That was oh, absolutely awful. Cringe-worthy. You have I Alexa want Bliss. you to beat me. What? Wait, hold on, hold on. You just, you're in the match and you just, you just said that you want your opponent to beat you. Like she goes, That's I, like, she goes, I want, I am going to beat you. Actually, I hope you beat me. It what? was so bad. Like it just really awful. Like you have, there was, and there's, there was no point for having Charlotte Flair go over. No, Bliss. there's no point. Bliss a hundred percent should have been the one to go over. Yeah, it was not good. Um, but this was just very awkward. The, that promo, you know, I did not like that at all. I, Alexa Bliss was fine, but it's like, they didn't realize that they were going to be going back and forth. Cause you had at one point an awkward pause where Charlotte Flair says like, what happened at Alexa or what happened? Lexi, she called her Lexi. She's like, what happened? Lexi cat got your tongue. And it was just like, Oh, we're still going with this. Like yeah. it was just awkward but yeah the match itself was decent but it's not what it should have been same, no. same with the next match which was the universal champion brock lesnar defeating the wwe champion aj styles which if you didn't think it was any other way come on i'm gonna now disagree with you i don't think brock lesnar should have won that match at all i disagree i think he should have won i don't think so at all i think it would have been nice if AJ Styles won, but I think Lesnar should have won. But I don't think it was the right stage to have Styles go over Lesnar or go have like David defeat Goliath. I don't think that should happen until a WrestleMania moment where Lesnar gets dethroned by someone uh, smaller than him. I don't know, man. I think that's a huge. That is a huge. That's like you might as well. I think that is a huge uh, um, feather in your cap to beat. Lesnar and also be pretty much a uh, lightweight WWE championship should be better than universal championship. Okay. I agree with that 100%, but I think that that David defeating Goliath is a WrestleMania moment, not a survivor series. And plus, depending on if you want to have Lesnar go with Braun leading up to everything, I, you can't have Lesnar get defeated by styles. Clearly now not, but yeah, but overall, I was a big fan of this match. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that it was an actual match. Yeah, Lesnar really started the match just pounding away at AJ Styles, and there was that point where he dragged him to the turnbuckle. That just like it looked like uh, something out of a horror movie, like leather, like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Leatherface just dragging uh, a body or something. Just Lesnar just dragged AJ Styles on, tossed him into the turnbuckle. 
Yeah. And hit him with the running knee yeah. to the corner, but then that kind of he missed a running knee to the corner again and then AJ Styles got to fight back. The crowd got huge. Yeah, you had some missed spots there where like Brock struggled to catch AJ and stuff. Yeah. But there it was fine. Yeah, there was a few spots where that like happened where I think one was like a moonsault that he kind of like stumbled yeah. a good amount, but yeah. You know, no, at, at least no accidents happen, you know? I'm all for, like, if he dropped them or whatever, but nobody got hurt from it. Right. Um, I, You even have AJ Styles hitting the calf crusher at some point. And the way that Lesnar got out of it, just taking Styles' head and slamming it against the mat multiple times. That, that, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, I really, I was a huge fan of this match. And AJ Styles, during that once he got onto kind of a even turf with Lesnar, where you, he could have definitely picked up the victory. He was hitting phenomenal forearms on the outside of the ring. Uh, I think he had two to three of them. Um, overall, and then that last one got caught for that five, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. He even hit him with that four fifty splash, but that last phenomenal forearm is what got him. Um, good match by both guys. Yeah. In the main event, you saw Team Raw, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H defeating Team SmackDown, Shane O'Mac, Bobby Roode, Nakamura, Randy Orton, and John Cena. Uh, John Cena clearly in it for himself, not even wearing a SmackDown t-shirt. Yeah, I didn't. If the Shield can wear half Raw, half their shirt, John could have done it too. Yeah. But overall... This match got a lot of bashing. Um, What's your take on it? Nakamura, should he have been the first one out? I'm going to say the way that they did this, yeah, I'm fine with it. Him and Rude both being eliminated yeah. same way? I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I think that I thought that this match was by far one of the most fun matches that i've watched in a long time yeah you definitely triple h definitely had to be marking out in there i i was marking out had for watching to it. had to have been with triple h facing knock with triple h facing like, bobby Roode. it was just so so what happened i like the start of the match let's start from the beginning you have shane you have try, everyone trying to figure out who's going to start braun Strowman's pretty much putting his foot down he's starting yeah goes to the turnbuckle and shane mcmahon tries to attack him from behind and then gets launched to the opposite corner. And the reaction that he gives that toss is like, wow, Braun Strowman's strength is legit. Like, he, he, he was shocked. And that was awesome. Then you led into Samoa Joe going off with Randy Orton. Like, you had all these fantasy matchups. Then you had Balor. You had Balor taking on Nakamura. And they, I thought that was great. Dude, they're they chain were like wrestling. calling for it, whatever, and then Nakamura gets in. Throwback to NXT. Yeah, then you had that spot where Balor did the two sweet to Nakamura's forehead, and the crowd went even more nuts. I thought that that was a perfect that was a perfect way to separate uh, every. It was a different kind of a match that you had compared to everyone else because those guys are more fast paced than the other ones. They're more technically sound. Yeah. And it was a good – it was a nice added aspect to this match. I love that. Then you had Triple H tagging in to go against Nakamura like you said before. Yeah. I was surprised. I like the whole like the – like bring it. Oh, he was just like, come on. Yeah. Like I was surprised that at that moment that they didn't use that to tag in Rude. 
I was really shocked to see Nakamura go with Triple H there. I thought he was going to tag Rude because you would expect, all right, Nakamura pa- paired with Balor. Bobby Rude's going to pair with Triple H now. And, so I, I was and then surprised. I, liked, I liked Bobby Rude when he did the whole glorious thing that didn't work out for him. Yeah. And, and then Triple he, H did the whole thing and then ended it with suck it. Yeah. And then Bobby Rude got his one up and went for that glorious spot. Yeah. You had Bobby Rude taking on Kurt Angle. You had Nakamura taking on Kurt Angle. Uh, then you had Nakamura really hitting his stride. Nakamura was going after Braun and he was going, he was pretty much Nakamura was hitting almost everything. I think he hit um, Triple H with his finisher or someone with his finisher. And then Braun Strowman just was way too powerful for him. Hits him with the power slam. Yeah, I do. I do like this because you had Nakamura do in my idea, in my mind, he did his job. You had Nakamura do the Balor spot, which was incredible. You can't you don't really want to do that again because you had that spot where they chain wrestled for it and had the spotlight on them. You had Nakamura hit his finisher. You had him huge with go over huge with Triple H. I'm OK with him going out at that moment. I guess, I guess it's good because it wasn't like within the first five minutes no he he's still it's not like they Becky still were in there yeah exactly like with nakamura he still got to go with with kurt angle i mean and triple h you, you still had his moments where it wasn't just a one two three he still he went he had his hot streak yeah. and then it was it i liked kurt angle facing off against john cena that was fun yeah that was fun uh i liked um Samoa Joe really kind of out for himself. He kept on, he tagged himself in where Kurt Angle and Triple H had to separate him and Samoa Joe. Uh, kind of teasing where's Joe's mind at. Um, you had, I think this all led into Braun being suplexed to the out, um, through a table on the outside of the ring. Which I, think, I kind of feel like John Cena and Randy Orton could have done that themselves. I think that, yes, they could have. But because it's Braun Strowman, and because of the direction that you want to go with Braun Strowman, you don't want just two people suplexing your next big thing through uh, a table. They're not really just two people, though. No, not not just. But that makes it even more. Yeah, but yeah, of a I, yeah I get it. Life. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make it more of a larger than life deal that Orton and Cena couldn't do it by themselves. This guy Braun is like, he is a monster. Um, you had the near RKO and AA spots on Braun. Braun suplexing. Uh, Gets duplexed through the table. Samoa Joe breaking up Shane. Jane about to go for that elbow to the outside to Braun. Samoa Joe breaks that up. Um, yeah, you had some eliminations. You had John Cena um, getting angle slammed two times. And then Angle picking up the victory over John Cena. Which was kind of like uh, surprising. You know, like I didn't expect that to happen to John Cena. So with so many people left in there, but I'm cool with it. Uh, and then this led to Angle hitting the Angle Slam on Shane McMahon, locking in that ankle lock. Shane McMahon is going back and forth. If he is he tapping? Is he not? Dude, he that was his, awesome. Like he he goes to tap and then he swipes his hand at the last moment. We're like, oh, he's not tapping. Triple H gets into the ring, breaks it up, hits a pedigree on Angle. Puts Shane McMahon over Angle for the victory. And Braun Strowman is like shocked. And then Triple H picks up the victory over um, Shane. Shane, yeah. 
So, and then Braun Strowman, he's, he gets in the ring and he's shocked. Like he's just looking at him. Triple H is celebrating. He's raising his hand. Braun Strowman, not breaking eyes off of him at all to celebrate. And then he gets, he just gets pissed off. He starts choking Triple H into the turnbuckle. Yeah. Triple H, I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen or not in a long time that I've seen that kind of a horrific face on Triple H. Like, like, you know, like it looked like he looked pathetic. He looked like he was just being manhoused by Braun Strowman. I haven't seen that in so long, and that's so. I think which is like, is are we? Is that building up Braun versus Triple H now? For no, Braun? I, I, like, I think that I think that you're gonna have Triple H versus Angle more than Braun. Yeah, but I, I think that's gonna be at WrestleMania. What's Royal Rumble looking like? You know, it, you're you're you could possibly be correct. It could be Braun versus Triple H, but I think that the trip and then Braun Strowman going over, but Dra- uh, Braun yeah, Strowman obviously. hitting two power slams on Triple H. But this match or Kurt Angle interrupts it or something. Yeah, but this match for those that can't that fail to recognize, yeah, Triple H won. Okay, he got the victory, but Braun Strowman. John Cena and Orton couldn't suplex him through a table. Braun Strowman eliminated Nakamura, Bobby Roode, um, and a few and a few other people. I think, right? I I, I don't remember. Uh, definitely those two. And then Triple H, pretty much playing mouse to him, where he was just dominated into the turnbuckle by Braun Strowman. This made Braun Strowman huge, and I loved it. I I could talk forever about this match. It was just so much fun. <laughs> But yeah, it's Strowman, kind of, it's kind of, Strowman had the three eliminations. Yeah, it's kind of fun, like because you know that I've been falling out of wrestling, and that it's difficult for me to get like involved with a match and stick through a match and stay like just enjoy a complete full on match, especially a long match. This match I loved because there was just so many different aspects to it. It was just yeah. But let's talk about the night after. And speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, Stephanie McMahon opens up, uh, basically saying Kurt Angle's job is safe. Yeah, and thank you for letting me talk about Survivor Series for so long. She <laughs> she brought out Triple H and said that he's the, the reason why Team Raw won. Yeah, Triple H comes on out there and then pretty much... He gets cut off, didn't even get to say anything. Yeah, Kurt right Angle after. gets right into his face. And he's like, if you ever do what you did to me last night at the pay-per-view, take this job and shove it. Because yeah, he I'm, said I'm, he's I'm coming, coming after you. Yeah, he's coming after Triple H. And that leads to his good old son. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed when his music hit. Uh, his but good old son. Jason Jordan comes out and then challenges Triple H, which yeah. it's not the most terrible things. No. Uh, but Braun Strowman came out and got in Triple H's face. Triple H backed up, scared, after just saying he's not scared of anyone back there. Yeah, kind of like Q, Q Braun. Yeah, and then Stephanie made the match between Jason Jordan and Braun Strowman. And if you're going to tell me that Triple H buries people, John Cena buries people, Orton buries people, look at the past two nights. If you, Like, prime example, they do, they are not. Yes, Triple H picked up the victory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he still put over a lot of people. He still put over Rude, Nakamura. Yeah. I mean, so next up you had Samoa Joe pick up the victory over Finn Balor with the Coquina Clutch. Um, 
not really. For whatever else. reason, I thought this match was better than the one the other week. Yeah, I think it was better, but still not. Does Joe Samoa Joe do the uh, his finisher anymore? I don't recall the last time we've seen that. Right, I feel like he switched it to the muscle this muscle buster. Yeah, to the coquina clutch. Uh, but more often, they must be doing something with Joe. Yeah, I think that they're doing something with Joe, and obviously he's not a team player. He's going after Balor and stuff, so we'll see what happens. Now, right now, if you're going to use Kane, you don't put him with Braun. You put him with Joe. That would be better for Kane. But let's talk about Asuka picking up a victory over Dana Brooke, and then you had Miss TV. Wait, I got to say, man, Asuka's <laughs> okay. awesome. She's awesome. That's like, it. Her mocking Dana Brooks taunts and stuff. Asuka knows what she's doing, dude. Yeah, I lo- I really like when she does that to her opponents. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She's a she's a legit pro, you know. Yeah. And it just it looks like she's just having fun in the ring, you know. Yeah. Like she's not going to work, but she's really enjoying what she's doing. But Miss TV did happen with the Shield uh, interrupting. Yeah, it was supposed to be just Roman Reigns. Yeah, and Seth Rollins said that him and Ambrose are going to be regaining the title soon. And Roman Reigns like, well, I want a title. And then challenged Miz to the Intercontinental Championship. For the yeah. Intercontinental Championship, I should say. And Which then he's, segment ends with Bo Dallas getting beat up. Yeah, he says, well, you got to go through, to get through hit to him, you got to go through us. And, of course, Shield goes through Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Miz tries to hightail it out of there. Um, and that led to the match being set up. Yeah. Um, next up you had Ambrose picking up the victory over Sheamus with, uh, Dirty Deeds. Which I think Sheamus needed the win more than Ambrose here. Yeah, especially after the pay-per-view. And, and especially because Sheamus is the champion. You, like, there's like no build behind those titles right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Uh, next up, you had Alexa Bliss in the ring cutting a promo, uh, saying, reminding the WWE Universe that she's still the goddess and pretty much telling them that she has seen your tweets, but she doesn't care about your tweets. She doesn't need any of your good luck or, hey, better luck next time or you got this. She doesn't need any of that because she's a goddess of the WWE and she's better than you. Yeah, Matt, but yeah. she, she should have won. Oh, definitely. But she gets interrupted by Mickey James. She gets interrupted by Bailey. She gets interrupted by Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox, all who want a title shot. And Bliss is like, well, this isn't worth me being out here. I'm leaving. And, and she goes to leave. And who sets up the match? Was it Angle? Yeah, Angle comes out and says, well, you can leave the ringside right now, but this is going to be a number one contendership match right now. Leading yeah, to- so all four of them had a match which went to a no contest mm-hmm. because Paige returned. Yeah. Mid- like match. Sasha Banks and Mickey James are on the mat kind of fighting to get to their feet. And then Paige's theme song out of nowhere hits. And honestly, crowd went nuts. It was perfect. Crowd that is how wild. you, that is how you do a return, you know, yeah. mid match. When nobody expects it, not during a promo. Mid match, you hit you hit that theme song. Huge reaction. Yeah, she cuts a promo about. Uh, she's back, yeah. and she's she's like, I'm not alone. And then she goes to 
take off her jacket, makes her way to the ring. And then I felt like it looked perfect. You had Sonia Deville slide in front of Mickey James. And the crowd's like, wait, what? She just slides right in front of Mickey James, stands up, and then Mandy Rhodes slides in right behind her and attacks her. Bailey tried to get the upper hand on them, but then Paige took her out. Um, and then at the end, they all hit their finishers on the opponents, and they stand tall. Yeah, and then afterwards backstage, Alexa Bliss was like trying to be buddy-buddy with them. and Yeah, and Renee Young didn't have to – which before – I love this aspect because it allowed Paige – to introduce Mandy Rose and uh, Sonia Deville to the audience that may not know who they are. She if introduced you, them to Alexa Bliss, who I'm pretty sure shared time in NXT with them. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like it was a way to introduce them also to the yeah. WWE universe because Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville have been on NXT television maybe a handful of times. So if you don't watch NXT or if you didn't watch those specific episodes, you really don't know them. Right. So having Paige introduce them, I think, was so very smart. And then they go on the attack and take out Alexa Bliss. Just a lot of fun. Yeah, up next, Braun Strowman defeated Jason Jordan via disqualification because Kane. Yeah. And what I didn't like was, like, Jason Jordan tried to get out of the match a little bit. You know, like, he tried to go, like, I I think... Well, before the match, he was saying like, are, well, are "Okay, you yeah, he was trying, match? yeah, he was trying to get out of it at first, but when the yeah, actual then, match happened, I don't think he looked bad in that. Well, no, like he was but, he was like wasn't afraid of Braun Strowman. He couldn't lift him. Yeah, but, but he went in like, like fearless. Yeah, but I feel like I didn't like the aspect that you had to build that up throughout the night where he had you were backstage and he was just like, "Are you really going to make me do this? Okay, well, I got this. I could beat him." I could do this. And then you have Matt Hardy warning him. And then during the match, he just slaps him right off the bat being, I'm not scared of you. And that wasn't really the best idea. Yeah, but Kane interrupts with the steel chair and it ended. What's your thoughts on that? I don't know where this is leading. I guess that, again, that's like... Especially with Kane not making an appearance at Survivor Series. Yeah, What's your know. take? I have no idea. I, I, do. I don't know what to think. I love the fact that Kane didn't appear at Survivor Series because it put the focus and left the focus on Braun. And if Kane appeared, that would take it off of him. And then you're kind of, I hate to say, but you're going to be taking down Kane a notch, you know, if he does appear on Survivor Series and then has to get taken out by Braun. So Braun stands tall. But... I don't know if I like this. I mean, Kane versus Braun, there's not... It's. I mean, it's just, I guess, to hold over for the two yeah, months or so. It's, it's just really filler. I mean, I guess... I, I don't Clash know. Clash of Champions or whatever. There's many other wrestlers. If you put even Balor against uh, uh, Braun or anything like that, I would have been fine with it. The Kane, I, for the sole aspect that he's a monster, I just am not a fan of anymore. Wow. But... Up next, we had Akira Tozawa teaming with Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, and Rich Swan to defeat, what are they being called, Enzo's boys or something? What is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what they're I saying. I, I, loved, I love the Enzo train. Yeah, or is, let's just call it the Enzo train or whatever. Yeah, the Enzo train. Why they, not? They defeated Davari, Gulak, uh, Noam Bar, El- and Tony Nese. Yeah. Bunch of heels versus a bunch of faces. Typical 205 match, but just fun. Everyone got some spotlight in there. Yeah. Ali won with the 045. 
I am still counting down the days till I'll, I think Ali can definitely be a champion, a 205 champion. Who's champion again? Oh yeah. Enzo. Okay. Um, <laughs> dumb, dumb question. But yeah, I think Ali can really carry that hot title, even if it's for a short period of time. But uh, yeah, Elias. Perf- yeah. Have we been seeing uh, um, Kendrick in them at all in TJP? Uh, TJP's injured. Is he? Yeah, but we see Kendrick and Gallagher from time to time. All right. I'm surprised that they're not more involved with this. Like, it just stinks with the 205 Live stuff that if you're not in the spotlight of the title storyline, yeah. then you're really nothing. It's. I mean, look at Lince Dorado. I don't know when the last time we saw him. Yeah, um, I know. Grand Metallic. Yeah. Hit or miss whenever he appears. It's, like, just random. Yeah. But next up, you had Elias Samson uh, performing in the ring. Which, by the way, I mean, should we we could just say talk about 205 Live now? Yeah, do it up. I mean, the main thing to take away from that is that Hideo Itami is coming. Yeah. Hideo Itami promo aired. So uh, he's on his way to 205 Live. Um, what's your take on Itami going to 205 Live and not like the main uh a main brand i guess i guess i mean it is what it is i mean you still got to think that maybe he'll be treated as a free agent um most likely not i just hope that it doesn't damage his stock at all you know the guy had i, I feel like the guy had really bad luck yeah well i mean every time that they tried to do something special with he'll him he'll get his push on 205 live as a cruiserweight champion you know what? Maybe to to hold over time with him, maybe it's the best thing. Yeah. But Elias performing and uh, gets interrupted by Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy battles him and then almost nearly hits the twist of eight, but Elias escapes. But that leads into your main event of the evening: icy title on the line. Roman Reigns picks up the victory over the Miz, the champ. Uh, I like the fact that at one point they teased the ten count on Roman Reigns, where he got in at like nine. I really like that. Then you had the bar distracting Roman Reigns, leading to a skull-crushing finale, um, only for the Shield to um, – at that moment, I like – excuse me. At that moment, I really liked it because you thought you could have definitely seen the end I, of the match right there. I thought it was going to end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the bar – okay, typical heel victory. He gets distracted by the bar, leads to – Reigns had that, out, yeah. Yeah, you had everything with the bar and the Shield earlier, but – yeah, Reigns kicks out. And then the shield came out, fought off the bar, and Roman Reigns hit the spear to win. Yeah, Grand Slam champion. Which, I still don't understand why Dolph Ziggler's not considered one. I guess because he won the World Heavyweight Championship instead of the WWE Championship. Yeah. I still think he should be a Grand Slam champion. I think you have to hold the WWE Championship for that. Yeah, I don't. I think that's dumb. Because it used I, to be either or. Either or? Yeah. When was it either or? Back when the title was a title. What do you mean? Back when it was the WWE Championship. You had to be when they had the two different brands. Oh. I don't know. I, I always thought it was just you had to be WWE champ. No, it was. Well, now it is. but Well, no. Now it's Universal or WWE. Oh, I don't know if I like that. 
Wow. I think that it should just be WWE. But, but uh, I'm disappointed with the outcome of it, with uh, Roman Reigns winning. But you had to figure with Marine Six coming out with yeah. HBK and Becky Lynch that Miz was going to be going somewhere. Where is this going to put Miz Raj now? I don't know. I mean, is it, it stinks, but with no Miz on TV, I guess goodbye, Miz Rush. Hopefully I don't not. Know. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, SmackDown kicking off with Shane McMahon in the ring, pretty much accepting defeat, saying that they still put on a a really good fight, yeah, showing what they got. He said they're still the better brand. Yeah, he said he's proud of everyone except for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Q, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Which it seemed um, like Shane was going to fire them. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan came out and then booked them in a lumberjack match. Yeah, saying that that's the better <laughs> idea. Um, and then next you had Shelton Benjamin pick up the victory over Jay Uso. Which I think Chad Gable versus Jimmy Uso I thought was better. Um, and I, I don't know. Shelton kind of, it's coming off as super boring to me. Wow, in, in, I'm in, that you would say that. Yeah, it sucks. In this tag team spot. I, I, I agree. The tag team spot. He needs to shine. Like, they're not doing anything good with him. He needs to shine more on his own and not in a tag team. It really, I, I'm really still baffled that they didn't go with that reverse. Um, what was their group? What was uh, uh, World's Greatest Tag Team in uh, Angle? Team Angle? Yeah, Team Angle. I'm still surprised that they didn't go with the Team Angle thing, like, and just have it Team Benjamin and have Gable with Jordan. And then have Benjamin kind of, like, have Gable and Jordan go with the tag team title reign and have Benjamin go after a solo championship, kind of like showing them the ropes and how it should be done. I think that that would have been so much, you would have saved all three wrestlers and then instead you have Benjamin Gable kind of like scraping away at the tag team division, trying to just stay relevant and stay interesting. And you have Jason Jordan just floundering with an awful gimmick and just, you know, being used a good amount, but still could do more. Yeah. Um, next up backstage, you have Liz Morgan. Well, first you have Naomi getting her makeup done. And then she cuts over and Ruby Riot is standing there. Uh, and she introduces, she, she start, starts talking to her. And then Liz Morgan it, and Sarah Liv. Logan. I don't know why I keep saying Liv. Liz. Yeah, I don't know why I keep on saying Liz. <laughs> Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan get involved. And Ruby Riot just start attacking Naomi brutally. Um, just flipping a table over her. Yeah, Becky, Becky tried to help, but nothing. Yeah, and Becky Lynch pr- props to her on her selling and acting. I legit, like when they slammed that door on her... Uh, rib cage and everything I was just like oh I feel bad for her and I'm like okay I know it's all acting but like I still like felt bad for her like she was just such a good actor with just the selling of that which leads to Marine 15 she's going to be in (laughs) in. Um, so this actually since you mentioned it with the Miz this could have easily write off Becky Lynch for a little bit exactly I mean which kind of stinks because I expected the lynch natalia thing out of survivor series but i didn't know about the movie deal but this could easily write back right her out of the movie deal and lead to whenever she gets done returning a big return to finally get her revenge on ruby riot yeah 
Uh, next up, you have, well, backstage real quick. You had Shane McMahon tell Debray that he's leaving for the night. He's going home. He's taking the night off. Um, but you had the re-debut of uh, Harper and Rowan, the Bludgeon Brothers, picking up the big, uh, huge just, victory. Really, there was no way, no other way that was going to go. No, they picked up the victory over the Hype Bros. Uh, I do not like their finisher, the double Outsider's Edge. I do not like that for them at all. I, I get it. You're lifting them up high. But on the other hand, the bar just did that at TLC. Yeah, I that mean, didn't it, even... The table didn't break. That didn't even click. <laughs> yeah, they just did that at TLC. I mean, the table didn't break or anything, but they've been doing that move too. Um, because the Celtic Cross. But I, So I really don't like that they're doing that finisher. I think that you can do something with maybe... The big boot leading to a lariat, or you could do anything else that's impactful, but not the double outsider's edge. It does nothing. Um, yeah. yeah. So up next, AJ Styles was out there speaking about Survivor Series, and said if Lesnar wants a rematch, he's ready whenever, which makes no sense because why would Brock Lesnar want to challenge the person he lost? I, I think it, I think it was more just AJ taking a stand, you know. Which we saw that with Goldberg doesn't make sense. Why did he do that? Yeah, but uh, it led to Jinder Mahal saying he could have, he would have defeated Lesnar. Yeah, and once At again, least I think he said that. But once again, Jinder Mahal not live in front of the crowd. I feel like he's there. It's so often that he's on screen doing a promo, and well, I guess it allowed allowed him to do that for the Singh brothers to attack. I guess, even though AJ fought him off, and now AJ has a match with one of them next week. Again, yeah, because that's going to go any different way. Um, maybe it will. I mean, maybe it probably will now. But Natalia picked up the victory over Charlotte Flair. Uh, I mean, asterisk kind of via no, DQ. No, she did via disqualification. It but was then, for I mean, the women's championship. But then you could either. I mean, I feel like there's so many times where they could have where no they sometimes just happens and they yeah they call it a no contest like Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so it, it depends on the way that you want to take it. But we could go with Natalia one. Yeah. So Liv, Ruby, and Sarah came out and attacked both of them, which yeah. I was literally just speaking about recently about the female shield. Yeah. That seems like this is happening. The big question what? is, are they with are are Paige, Mandy, and Sonya with Liv, Ruby, and Sarah Logan? Are they it, a super faction that, that spans across two brands? We haven't seen that yet. Right. I think that But this is totally the female female shield. It's a hundred percent. Are you okay with similar actions taking place on Raw and SmackDown? Well, it depends. Like, are they together? It just... I mean, otherwise, it doesn't not, make sense. Why don't you if they're not together? It just didn't, doesn't make sense, then. I think that it would be smart if they were together. And they were just saying that we've been... Like what you said to me... Yeah, we've been overlooked. Yeah, we've been overlooked. We've been underused. And it's t we are ready for the main roster. So we don't have to be brought up by anybody. We're we're coming here on our own terms, and yeah, we're here I mean, to Paige, stay. Paige, big time's been overlooked since she was out. Yeah, Sarah Logan out 
in the first round of the Mae Young Classic. Should have been Sister Abigail. Yeah. Um, Mandy, Ruby Riot Mandy, has... Well, yeah, Ruby Riot had I mean, she, opportunities she had her, and then kind yeah. of just fell off, went nowhere. Mandy Rose, cast member of Total Divas, cast member of Tough Enough, got taken off Tough, uh, got taken off of Total Divas, went nowhere. Yeah, Sonya Deville. Deville, Tough Enough, went nowhere. I mean, so I'm a Liv big Morgan's fan. Morgan's been down in NXT for how long? Shouldn't have. Yeah. Should have. I mean, did she even have a title match ever? No, she's never really been used. No, yeah, she's never really been used. Um. Yeah, I'm a fan of this. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Um, I guess there's really not much else to say about it. I mean, yeah, the main event, SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defeating New Day, Biggie and Kofi Kingston. Uh, I liked how the Lumberjacks at first were just attacking Zayn and Owens. It was I loved it. Like he, Zayn threw Kofi to the outside of the ring, and then Zayn, the Lumberjacks don't do anything. Zayn gets steps out of the ring, and then they just full blown attack Zayn. Yeah. Then there was that moment where Zayn tried to escape, but was carried back to the ring. Um. Eventually, then, all hell broke loose. Yeah, it started with Rude uh, Baron Corbin missing his target and hitting Bobby Rude. And that led to them brawling, which led to everybody brawling with each other inside of the ring. Um, and then to the outside of the ring, and Zane picked up a quick victory. Yeah. And then Kevin Owens wandered off, escaped him, and yeah. left Sami Zayn to be beat up by New Day, which is like not... He tried to get him. Not really typical of New Day? No, but I think that it goes plays into that entire SmackDown versus Raw aspect. Like... I mean, we saw it all throughout the night where Sami Zayn and Owens. Oh, which were we didn't of, even, by the way, say on the pay per view during that match. Kevin Owens oh, wow, and Sami yeah. Zayn. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn came out and attacked Team SmackDown. Yeah, it took took out Shane McMahon. Yeah. Um, well, wow, tried yeah, tried to take Shane out. Really. Yeah, that's a that's a big spot of the pay per view that we didn't even talk about. Yeah. That's kind of like the setup for every storyline on SmackDown, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yes, so Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, the entire night, they're walking backstage trying to, like, recruit Lumberjacks, and they're going to, like, but no Lumberjack is agreeing with them. They're like, like, Bobby Roode's like, you cost me that match. You're, I'm all, I'm out to get you. So I understand New Day going after them because that gave Raw the, the victory over them. Yeah, and then uh, Kevin Owens found Daniel Bryan in the back and was like, are we, I have to know, are we fired? And Brian's like, are, are you even concerned with what happened? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we need to know, are we fired? And then he gets down on his knees and like starts begging Daniel Bryan not to fire them. Thoughts? And uh, I mean, it, it's something else. It's interesting. It's something different. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that side of Kevin Owens before. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan's like, "Well, it was never. We were never going to fire you because you have a match with Randy Orton next week. I'm not looking forward to seeing that, but Mm-mm. unless Kevin Owens picks up the victory, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's not not has nothing to do with because of Kevin Owens. It's all in part because of Randy. But Randy, yeah. I always think of Family Guy whenever I hear Randy Orton. Yeah, well." Yeah, okay, so yeah. that was the NXT Survivor Series Raw SmackDown 
Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us this week. Go check out Adam at Cutthroat Adam. Uh, go give him a follow. You can book him at bookcutthroatadam at gmail.com. Uh, he's an amazing red student over at the House of Glory. Uh, go check out hogwrestling.net for more information. But go check out Cutthroat Adam. Also, go check out um, Jasmine at Not Your Armrest. Switching up that, that tag, formerly known as Reverse NMSage. But Jasmine at Not Your Armrest. Also, John at Mr. John Foss. Also going to say congratulations to Punishment Martinez. He won the Ring of Honor Survival of the Fittest Tournament this past weekend. So go check him out. Go give him a follow at ROH Punishment on Twitter. You can book him at ibpunisher at gmail.com and buy his stuff on prowrestlingtees.com. Hey, Brandon. Any shoutouts? Listen to Brandon's shoutouts because when there are shoutouts... There's honey. First shout out here. Got 100%. Has to go to Disney World. It's, it's really the one of the greatest places on earth. Yeah, you had. it seems like you had a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I mean, I wouldn't have bought an annual pass if I wasn't going back. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going back, but I better be going back. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I have to make a point. so soon? Well, because it was I saved money on that. What if you buy? Because it there? yeah, I turned my five day ticket into an annual pass. So oh, I got the gimmick. Yeah, right. so I now I have to just force myself to find time and go, and yeah. find people to go with. There you go. Next up goes to the Goldbergs. Uh, I mentioned it a few weeks ago where uh, Bill Goldberg was a guest on it. And he was on last week's episode, too, for Thanksgiving. So I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, and then last shout-out goes to Cape Dutch Malva Pudding, which I ate at Boma, which is at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And it was literally one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. It was like this little oval cake. That tasted like pancakes with warm maple syrup. Ooh. And it's like, I just want to go to Boma every single day and eat that. Boma or Cracker Barrel? No, well, that's completely different. You can't... Choose. I would go to Cracker Barrel. If you got to do a meal. No, it would be Cracker Barrel. But Boma, I just want... like, Like, I'll eat again at Boma... And get everything that I that I had the last time, but specifically those little cakes were the one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing me back some. Well, I mean, it's at a restaurant that served nuts, so. Oh well, thank you for caring about me. I appreciate it. I'm sure that came into your thought process. It actually did not. Oh, well, that's awkward. Then I but take everything I just said back. For the most part, I got to eat where I wanted and, and what I wanted on this vacation. So that was good. I, the go. only the only place that I wanted to eat that I didn't get to was Pecos Bill in Magic Kingdom, 
Mm-hmm. But I'll get there eventually, I guess. Hey, we got it, faith it's, in you. It's not like a special place or anything. They just have a, a fixins bar, which you could get like it's like Mexican themed. You get like a taco, or whatever, and like there's like guacamole, salsa, tomatoes, and and lettuce and stuff at the at the bar. Mm-hmm. And you just get a bunch of that, and you get a whole second meal basically out of that. Hey, there you go. I did that at Restaurantosaurus in Animal Kingdom. They have a fixins bar for burgers. And stuff. So there's like fried onions, um, lettuce, tomato, cheese, um, pickles. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, pickles as well. Cucumbers. Uh, no. But they have um, lettuce. They had ranch dressing on tap. So interesting. On a pump, not tap, but oh well, that takes out so, what I was picturing. So that makes it that makes it like a salad bar. You go there, you order a. a I got a chicken tender basket, and then boom, free salad. <laughs> don't there even you go. don't even go there ordering a salad because you're getting the salad bar for free. Nah, don't go there, girlfriend. Yeah, not and working. Then I, I tried. I got. I had my my uh, Dole Whip float, like I said earlier. I had uh, Lafou's brew, which I wanted. The only other thing that I wanted to try was. Um, what is it? The citrus swirl, which was like a staple of Disney mm-hmm. from it from the they the park opened, which it's a creamsicle. You would love that stuff. Yeah, it sounds good. I took a I, I said I asked the woman, I was like, is it possible to like try this at all? She gives me a little sample cup of it. I bite into it, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, it was awful. I still like I'm getting that taste. Like I like orange juice. I like oranges, but that was just like such a strong flavor of orange that I just don't want. She goes, yeah, it's a strong flavor. That's funny. I, it was just awful. The vanilla, I had to scoop vanilla into my mouth from that, from the creamsicle portion. <laughs> I don't know. I, if I was going to go to Disney or whatever, I would rather, I want to go to Universal. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't. I looked at like the map for Universal Studios, and to pay two hundred dollars to just like all I want to do at Universal Studios, I want to go to Springfield. I want to see. I want to go on the Simpsons ride. I want to go see the Hogwarts stuff. All that Harry yeah. Potter stuff, just because of like I like the way it looks. I don't know anything about it. No, I, I, I don't know the movies. Be- I don't know the books. I think as not being a fan of the universe or whatever, I think you could still appreciate the animatronics, the architecture, uh, and there's really not. A, there's like a bird that moves. I don't know if any other animatronics. Yeah, they have they have a good amount, but I mean, it's even the ad, the special effects that they use, I think you could still take in the entire atmosphere of it so and appreciate to, what to, to do. Go to Universal to ride the Simpsons ride, look at Springfield, look at the Hogwarts stuff. And then ride Jimmy Fallon's ride, not worth 200 bucks. That's how much it is to get into the park? Yeah, and you need a park hopper for uh, ca- uh, Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios if you want to see all of Harry Potter stuff. Wow, I didn't know that. You hmm. hop on that train and you go. It's not, it's not 200 on the dot. It's a little less than that, but it's still in the 200 range. In the so it's a... I don't know. That I mean, it, obviously, it, it's it's cheaper the more the more tickets you buy, but the yeah. more days you buy. But Disney, man, Disney, you get so much more for. I think a, a day pass for Disney was like a hundred thirty, let's say. 
And for that, you get four parks. Mm-hmm. Compared They're to making two. bank. Yeah. I would much rather go to Disney World than Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, well, well. It looks like we're at the end of the Now it's the time episode. for our... We're... Right, our mark out moment of the week. Hit it. You take it away. I know you got a bunch. Oh, well, uh, I marked out for that entire main event of Survivor Series. It was very difficult for me not to mark out. You had Angle and Triple H involved. Then you have all these fantasy matchups of Triple H and Bobby Roode and just angle Nakamura, like it's just so much going on that it was just so much fun so i definitely marked out for that um yeah i i marked out for the uh the women invasion of raw and smackdown as well i thought that was really cool yeah I oh and i was, marked out for that, that awesome. velveteen velveteen dream revealing uh alistair black on his tights i marked out for oh yeah nah, what about you um well i don't know how i like didn't remember this or or just I don't I definitely had to have seen it but I guess I just didn't remember. Uh, one of my favorite things at Disney World is the Carousel of Progress. A lot of people like hate it, but <laughs> I like it. Um, you sit in a room and it's like a twenty minute show and it, it rotates around. It takes you through like the the time periods and stuff. Uh huh. From like before the century to the twenties to old old ride. Yeah, it's it was from the World's Fair. Yeah, in the sixties, uh, and then at one point there's pro wrestling on the television, huh. and, and the grandfather's watching. The grandfather and grandmother are watching pro wrestling. Who is on? I have no idea. I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like. I don't know. I don't know if it was like, like Ernie Ladd or I don't know. We may have to look into this a little. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, so I popped for that. Very awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Marking Out, episode 355, right? 55? Yep. Yeah, 355 in the books. Go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. Purchase our t-shirts for 20% off during this Black Friday sale. Also, go give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Listen and subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Go listen to past episodes on all of those, and you can go check out marketout.com. Go watch Cooking with Brandon over at youtube.com slash marketout11. Shoot us an email, marketout1 at gmail.com. And follow on Twitter at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at Dave3Rave underscore M-O. And we wish you the... Best of luck, your future endeavors.